What's going on, everyone? Nope, that's not how I usually start it, Bruno. Hold no, on. it is. That is how you start. No, what's going on, everyone? What's going on? What's going on, guy? What's going on, everyone? No, you say. I think you say what's going on. Just, Kurt, just fuck it. Just keep. Just don't even cut this. Just keep going. All right. What's going on, everyone? Welcome <laughs> to episode nineteen. We think of season four. I'm your host, Kurt Field. And it's your boy, the CEO of Dogs Are Us, because uh, well, you just got a couple of dogs in your ears delivering what you've all been waiting for, uh, a very polished and scripted and fucking beautiful breakdown of everything that we haven't talked about since whenever we last talked. Yeah, <laughs> it's been so long, <laughs> I forgot what the intro was. <laughs> well, Kurt, <laughs> here we are. And here we are. It's funny because we were just talking about like, oh, like we're going into this blind. Like we usually credits us have like notes about what we want to talk about. We have recap stuff. We have like Patriots notes. No, not today. Kurt, we, we we skipped a week. We just literally Bruno and I were too busy. We skipped a week. Here we are. We haven't talked anything about playoffs yet. We've had two rounds of playoffs. Not a peep from the PTF boys. And Kurt, I think what you can normally say, of course, like I'm not arguing that, you know, getting prepared is bad, taking notes is bad, whatever. But then like, you know, sometimes if we read it, we can get a little sense of what the other person is saying. Not that we share everything, of course, for, right? Now, Kurt, we're just getting your live unfiltered. We're getting our each other's reactions to shit. It's like, this is, this is fucking entertainment at its finest, Kurt. Bruno, my favorite moment, I think in playing the field history oh. happened and it was unscripted oh it just so happened to be the oh. nfl draft on twitch oh yeah this past <laughs> year i forgot about that where we drafted cole strange <laughs> in the first round oh, and you and i were just so we were so ready to yep. be so excited it had been and hours <laughs> Bruno, I have the video. I I just play the audio for our fans. It's a minute and fifteen seconds. That's fine. Bruno, I went through this whole thing where I made that fancy Twitch graphic. Oh yeah, it we great. were fucking fired up. We decided no phones. Yep. Like we weren't gonna get no spoilers. We weren't gonna get spoiled. Yep. Um, Bruno, let's just relive it for the fans. I don't know if they'll I'm be able to so hear this, but I'm, I I don't really care what they can hear. It's this is for you and me. This is for us. We some dogs. Okay, said. So, Cole Strange. Kurt, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm in disbelief. Are you fucking kidding me? My no hands are. Way. Oh, it's so much funny. I wish I could see this. I'll... Second round pick. It's like, I'm going to post it. Because you need to see our faces. Bruno, this is perfect. <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, okay. This is going up. When I post, I need it. I need when it. I post the uh, episode graphic, that is going along with it. Bruno, do Perfect. not. Perfect. Because I look just straight dumbfounded. You're pissed off, and I'm dumbfounded. Kurt, it had been hours, and we were excited. There, I, I don't remember the entire board left at that time, but there were definitely players that we were like, we want this guy. We'd we love traded this guy. back. We could have had um, yep. who was got the corner who went to the Chiefs, who I liked. I don't remember. He was very good. Um, but this is at 12.04 a.m. <laughs> that is fucking... I mean, that's just Kurt. That's just classic. The draft started at 8. That uh, Chiefs... Wait. First round pick, cornerback. Well, they took... Uh, Washington. Wait, Washington. Trent McDuffie. I forgot about Trent McDuffie. Yeah. Because you call him something outrageous in this. You call him, I... like, McDuffie. I don't remember. You just like we could have had who? We traded 
butter fucking face butter fucking face duffer b fucking nailed it butter i might be the one and only person who's ever called him that who knows hey you know probably <laughs> oh god man but that i think oh, i shit. so thoroughly enjoyed the draft process with you that is a fun time that is a great time because we haven't had an episode in like three months it's just like oh, that's that was me lying like two months and we just we really just get into it and it's fucking awesome and again since we're going on twitch it's live it it ain't polished you get to watch us eat pizza you know it's a great time come hang out we're plugging the draft already for the next year well i maybe i'll just drive down to stanford and get that pizza again because that pizza has been a staple for two years now for us banged oh god Uh, it it did bang i Mm. i loved it bruno Mm. i heard a thing the other day yep it's problematic for me Uh uh-oh um you know you were a um energy drink guy i don't know if you still are but you used to be Oh, I, I, Kurt, uh, once you start down that road, you never get off it, but yes. Um, I'm very much into it right now. I was, um, <laughs> I was very much a bang guy mm. for bang. the last two years. Like when I was in Darien, like I big bang guy. You banged. I, I banged. Never. I'm also now just wildly into Celsius. I knew you were going to say that. It's like I need like at least one a day, sometimes two a day. I need to do one before I coach. I coach. I'm like shaking. Uh, hasn't resulted in very good results for your boy. But I am wired for the game. Uh, but Bruno, I read something today that uh, it causes hair loss. Oh, for, for men under the age of thirty. Well, GM, shit. <laughs> you know, Kurt. I could have. Uh... I could have went my entire goddamn life without knowing that. Yeah, Kurt, I'm not a huge um, reader of negative effects of things like that. So my general strategy, because I've been on the energy drinks for a while, my general strategy has just been like, they make me goofy. And you know what? They probably do other things, but they make me goofy. And that's uh, unequivocally true. And that's, you know, all I'm concerned with. And you know what? I believe in what you're saying. I'm just going to do my best to flush that shit out of my head as soon as we end this pod, and I uh, hopefully I'll forget it. Well, all, naturally, all day I'm like been staring at my head, like what? <laughs> what do we off. got going on? <laughs> what do we have going on? Oh my goodness, Bruno. Um, we haven't talked about this either, but the next episode we do, we have no choice. It's Rihanna songs. Oh fuck yeah, we're getting closer to that. Hell yeah. Well, we have. Well, we have realistically uh, you. two to three more episodes this season. Yeah, now, breaking down championship weekend, Previewing Super, Super Bowl. Bowl, following Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. So by the time people hear this, too. Yeah. Fucking weird. That is weird. You know, you know what else is weird? That there's literally three football games left. Well, I guess the Pro Bowl, but who cares about that? No, it doesn't even count this year. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that you said that. I know, but I, it's like I've been thinking about it. I'm like, she is. Well, here's – okay. Here's what helps me get through the bullshit. Okay. Because okay. I, the offseason is bullshit. Bullshit. Um, all, I, all that I wait for, my entire personality becomes football season. Mm. So when football season isn't here, I don't really know what to do with my hands. Like I don't – I, I'm just – I start to be a little bit schizophrenic. Um, trigger warning. I don't mm. know. If, yeah, anyway. Um, but Bruno <laughs> – the NFL is king so much so that, like, the NFL schedule release mm. and the NFL draft mm. have just become so big that, like, it doesn't feel like football season is is, is that far removed. Because, you know, the Super Bowl start, is in mid-February. The, that, starts, that stuff starts coming, you know, March-April time, um, which is fucking awesome. And then before you know it, rookie minicamp starts in like June. And then football season is full full steam ahead by summertime. So really, it's not as long as a layoff as people think. Yeah, and if we're being honest, it's like, okay, it ends in February. We have a little bit of a period where we're still getting used to being over. We go right into March Madness for basketball as UConn fans. You know, we don't have to talk about recent results, <sighs> but, you know, March is typically a, a UConn month. So it's like we have things to occupy our time. Celtics, best team in the NBA. The NBA Finals will be in May or June. So it's like we have other things going on too, but I completely agree. The other thing I'll add to you, what you just said, uh, in the summer at least, then I spend the whole summer 
uh, doing like fantasy football, like looking at my team, deciding what my keeper is going to be, doing all that shit too. And that gets exciting. And that's uh, before that's like leading up to the start of the season too. So I agree. It's really like, yes, physical games aren't going to be on for a while, but the content is rolling. Yeah. Oh, it's rolling. Bruno, I could do without fantasy football in my life. It's been something I've thought about, and I've had years. So, like, this past year I had four teams, and I've had years where I've gone down to one team, and I've been like, this is kind of nice. Just uh, It's like going down to one team. It's like, I think I agree with you, but it's like I almost need someone else to make the decision for me, if that makes sense. It's like I don't know if I would do that, but if, like, the league stopped playing, I probably wouldn't be, like, desperate to go find a league, if that makes sense. So I was in two this year, and – in ours, I was not good, and I just didn't really care about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one, I was also not good, and I just really didn't care about it. Um, I just – I have a really hard time rooting for people I don't like. Right. Yeah. And, like, it always happens. Like, on one of your teams, you'll need Travis Kelsey to go off. Yep. And then in your, other, in your other league, you can't have Travis Kelsey go off. So either way, you're getting fucked. And it's like – I'm just tired of fucking myself for fun. I could simply just say no. But here's the thing with our league, Bruno. We've been going strong. I don't know what year this is for us. Six, seven, eight? I don't know. Time. Yeah. I can't be the one who drops out. Can't do it. Nope. Nope. So, therefore, I won't do it. But I'm Which like. I appreciate it. Yeah, me too. I mean, the crops have to be harvested. They do. But I'm like. You're I, in, you're out. You're in, you're out. It's not like we can't. Cho- <laughs> that chooses us. Yeah, true. We don't choose that life. It chooses nope. us. Okay. But I'm just like. I. I think often about how like how nice it would be to root against the Chiefs because I I want to. Yeah, and honestly, Kurt, you probably have a couple friends here and there who have done that where they haven't played fantasy, and I feel like everything we always hear from those people is, "Man, this is so nice." They're like, "It's like I can just root for my team, watch some highlights, not care." And then again, let me add on to your point as well. It's like I had four teams this year. When three of them won, I'd be like, oh, okay. And then when one of them lost, I'd be like, well, this fucking sucks. I'm pissed. So it's yeah. like there's no, there's never any like, you know, unless you have just like the perfect week and every team wins and all your players go off. It's it's just like, ugh. It's not going to happen, dude. Yeah. Not going to happen. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I just – it's lately I have – I used to be like, you know, I was that guy with the spreadsheets just really trying to hone in on bullshit. I could have cared less. I drafted while doing a podcast this year. <laughs> I could have cared less. Like that was a good episode, but I just yeah. could have cared less. Um, yeah. No. Yeah, it's true. And Kurt, you know what? I'll also add to that. I almost think sometimes that the lead up and like the just the like it's almost more fun like talking about it, and then when it actually gets there, obviously it's fun at the start of the year. But then it, it I have noticed recently that it's like. I really enjoy the summer when it's like, oh, I could draft this guy or like, who should I keep? Like, it's just kind of fun debating things like that. Or like, who's going to go off was last year fluke, all that stuff. But then again, it's like, once you get into it after a couple weeks, you're like, God damn, I, I have to do this the whole season. Yeah. And like, again, this is such like a bitch cop out thing of me, but like every year someone's going to get hurt and like yeah. someone's good on your team and it's going to ruin yeah. you. And it's like, yep. well, that's out of my control and that blows. But again, that, yep. I, I understand that's part of it. But like, all right, yeah. enough about fantasy football. I don't know why I went on that tangent. But I just listen. Do we ever? I I did have two friends who were, didn't do it this year, and they fucking loved not doing it. Well, Kurt, listen, that's gonna be us one day. We don't know when, but that'll be well, us one day. Bruno, our fucking league manager decided not to manage <laughs> this year. That's also true. No graphs. I mean, Sam, come on, my guy. No graphs. What's the point of even having a league? That was my favorite part. Like when when my graph. I, I didn't even play mostly for wins, Kurt. I played to have the best projections to smajections. And every time when I saw the projections, smajections graph, and I was like the closest to my actual score and said, fuck smajections and fuck projections, that made my week. And Kurt, not having those graphs, there's a reason, Kurt, why, you know, it was, it just simply wasn't as good this year. There's yeah, reason. it wasn't as good. I wasn't as engaged this year. I think probably because I couldn't, I couldn't see my graphs. But Bruno, like we have all-time playoff stats. We have all-time points scored. We have so many different things in here that used to be fucking fun and things that we used to fucking look yep. forward to, and now there's nothing. I mean, Sam used to do a really good job. I, average ideal score to actual score, That's actual insane. wins versus expected wins based on fun. luck, power ranking history, uh, weekly record versus all teams. I like that one. Love because that. Sometimes you're going to be – you'll win that week, but, like, if yep. you play anybody else, you fucking yep. lose. Yeah. <laughs> um, score different. Yeah. It used to be fun. Fuck you, oh, yeah. Sam. 
God damn Respect, it, Sam. Respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> Is he a dad yet? Who in that group's a dad? Uh, like five of them, half of them. Ant's a dad. Chris is a dad. Uh, Chris. Dill. Gamble's cutest worker. Yep. Um, I'm going to feel really bad if we leave someone out. I mean, I, that's is Brett, that it? Brett was referred to as a dog dad. He still is. Yeah. Uh, Three and a half. Wait, Chris, Dill, Steve's Ant. Not. Steve's, Steve's not. not. Sam's not. You and I are. You and, high you five, and I, brother. We're, we're daddies. We're not dads. Uh, Jason, not yet. Not yet. Uh, is there someone obvious we're missing? Now I'm going to feel really bad. Should I open up the fantasy just to see the man? I have ESPN up. Let me open up uh, good old the Dogs and see what the managers are here. Um, that's it. Sam and Brett, Dave is not. Chris, Dave is not. Dave. Oh, Dave. Yeah. Dave is not. Steve. A, Dave, no, I think know, that's it. So three and a half. Three and a half. We claim Dave is daddy, too. Like that, David, there you go. Yeah, yeah so. there's dads and there's daddies, and you yeah. know that's the new divisions moving forward. Oh fuck, we should really do that. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. We're we're getting close to being able to do that. We we certainly are, Kurt. We certainly are. It's, Kurt, no. I'm not going to bring up everything, and I'm not going to go into details. But there was a moment in undergrad when you kind of were a dad. That one time when you called me really late. <laughs> there was a time. I I don't have to say anymore, but Kurt, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Bruno, that still to this day. <laughs> That kid is graduating. Kurt, you coached him. I I coached him and his mom, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, my God. So, Kurt, if they need people to fill out that division, you might be next up, I'm just saying. Did I put you on the phone with her? Oh, yeah, Kurt. Oh, yeah. There was a conversation that was – and you know, Kurt, there was the beginning part of the conversation where you didn't tell me it was speaker and she was sitting right next to you. And then, uh, you know, I found that out pretty quick. So, you know what? Good times. Uh, if you want to hear the rest of that story, tune into uh, Kurt's uh, – the next episode of Kurt's Wild College Adventures, episode thir- three. <laughs> PTF After Dark. <laughs> after Dark. <laughs> Different you know, sponsors for that one. Write that down. Actually, no. That's got no, 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 no. Oh, That's no, why I didn't no, want to no, elaborate. No. <laughs> was that the next morning when I was in the back room dead? Oh. No. I was alive. I was I was alive, but I'm bred. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I don't know. There was many, many mornings we got there, and people were questionably alive. So, <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Bruno? You know what the biggest slap in the face was once you get to, like, the real world? Oh, no. What they don't give you breakfast hour? Dude, ah, fucking horse shit. Horse shit. And PPT, and like they make you start working right away. It's like, bro, let me fucking warm up. Like, do NBA players not warm up before they play? You're right. Also, hypothetically, hypothetically, in my office at the school I work at now, I have a bathroom attached. We are PPT in all oh my day. god, the dream. Literally, it's my own throne. That is fucking fantastic. I'm jealous. Now, you know, I will humble myself. There is a. It is a small little thing, but like there is a a drain in the middle of the it's like it's like a locker room type area okay um but like no one no one can go it's like attached to my office nice. um but there is a drain that has been fucked up for years apparently it is like a nasty green color and let me tell you it it fucking smells not like <laughs> shit it just smells like it god. smells like fucking mold oh god like bacterial virus correct like that's probably where covid came from mm. You know, we Kurt, say we say yeah. a man ate a bat in China. No, East Granby High School athletic director bathroom. Kurt, if you if you for some reason go there barefoot and walk over that, you're you're amputating for sure. Oh, it's it's gone. It just yeah, you pull thing off immediately. It's, it's gone. Well, Bruno, we've talked for about twenty minutes here talking about <laughs> football. Just like we planned, Kurt. I mean, this is what happens when we don't have a plan. We, when we don't have a plan, we we try to raw dog it. We raw dog ourselves. But Bruno, uh, yeah. I I almost prefer it. This is fun. I this it's is fun. Oh, this is GT. Kurt, it's great, Kurt. This is why we always said, and I think we actually have to do it. We've always said this, Kurt, and we actually have to do it. Of course. During the season, we're covering the happenings. During the playoffs, we're covering the happenings. Leading up to the draft, all that sort of stuff. We'll cover all that. But, Kurt, we got to, at some point, just, just we just got to shoot the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to have those podcasts where it's, like, yeah. football, of course, can be mentioned. But it's like, Kurt, welcome to, you know, the uh, playing the field off-season, episode one. And then we just start talking. Well, here we go. Yeah. I like that. Like I that. like that. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Able <laughs> that. Stats guy, write that down. <laughs> Bruno, um, we will get into it here. Let's talk. Let's go quickly okay. over wild card weekend. Okay. So we, yep. 
Right, think back, folks. Okay, brain blast. Think back. Think back two weeks ago. Um, Bruno, we had six games. Um, some of them very good games. Actually, all of them but one very good games. Bruno, mm-hmm. so we had the 40 on Saturday, January 14th. Yep. 49ers took care of the Seahawks. That game was close for the first half. People were kind of like, yeah. uh, what's going on? Have you seen that TikTok? Yep. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, <laughs> But ultimately, the 49ers, man, that second half, they just – that team, that defense, when they are all healthy and they are all playing well, that, that team is low-key a wagon. So, again, Seahawks, cool fucking story this year, but ultimately them losing in the divisional – I mean, in the, in the wild card round, not a surprise. Not a surprise. They got way further than way further than we all thought. And, again, the 49ers defense takes pressure off Brock Purdy, which is one of the reasons maybe why he's been so successful is because he knows that defense is balling out. More Brock Purdy conversation to come. Bruno, True. in one of the craziest fucking games I've ever seen in my entire life, the Jacksonville Jaguars come back from 27 down to beat the Chargers 31-30. It, this mm, chef's kiss this was perfect. Everything about this game was perfect. Bruno, I don't care that I picked the Chargers. I don't care that you picked the Jaguars. This was the fucking best. I love the fact that the Jaguars won. I yep. love the fact that the Chargers choked per use. It was everything <laughs> about this game was just borderline sexual. Yeah, Kurt. And we were jagging off. Kitcho, but Kurt, this like we've been joking oh, about jagging off all year. It was jagging off, off after yeah, this game from, yeah. from Jacksonville to Alaska. Bruno, I don't fucking understand. You, the, the mental fortitude mm. of Trevor Lawrence – to throw four first-half interceptions and then throw four touchdowns in the second half is just, like, one of the biggest, like, flexes of all time. Yeah, and, and it was crazy because he looked so bad in the first half, like, horrendous. Oh, Bruno, they were they were, they were were bad, bad. Yeah. It was 27-7 at the half, but, like, yeah. oh, my God. It was then, not dude. good. Not good. And then classic Chargers, they just, like, don't run the ball at all in the second half, which is like, bro, you're up fucking 20. Maybe start running the ball. You have Austin Eckler. Maybe fucking run the ball. Just they were, like, they couldn't do, like, jack shit. Jaguars came back. Kurt, one of my favorite parts of this game was, I believe, the tu- their last touchdown, right, because they hit a field goal at the end. Their last touchdown, they also go for two, which was, like, I feel like that wasn't talked about enough because they were down. Wait, I can't really do math. They were down 11. Yep. And they score a touchdown. Or no. Down 10. Down score 10. Down 10. Yep. Yeah. So then it's like they could have kicked extra point to be down three, but instead they go for two. So they're only down two, and then they just knew they'd get the ball back, kick the field goal, and win by one. Crazy. I mean, it was crazy. It's just like, oh, it was fucking awesome. And, like, I was yep. just so happy for Jaguars fans. Um, yep. Bruno, in another, like, shocker, the Dolphins, with their third-string quarterback, Skylar Thompson, were competitive. Not even competitive. They could have won the game against the Bills in Buffalo. Bills ultimately went at 34-31. Um, but, like, again, this game kind of exposed Buffalo for being low-key, like, what's the word? I'm not as good as we thought. Yes. They had some holes. This is a team the Bills should have blown out, and they didn't. Yes. Yeah, Kurt, uh, it was literally shocking to see this game go back and forth. The Bills also went up 14 to nothing this game. Not as big as the Chargers, but they were at 14 nothing really quick. Like, extremely quick. Yeah, and it was I think 17 nothing. then it was 17-17. It's like, what? Yeah, 17 nothing. Yeah, and I think all of America, plus the Bills themselves, were like, this game's over. And it should have been. But, Kurt, in a sign of things to come, again, Bills had a great record this year. They had a great season this year. No one's taking that away from them, but... They also kind of had this like towards the end of the season where it's like they, you know, they they were squeaking by teams. Again, we don't have to make this about the Patriots, but like they didn't exactly blow us out in week 18. You know what I mean? Like right. uh, it took a couple return touchdowns for them to even win that game. So it's like, you know, they got the job done. But again, I think we all were like the spread was probably like 10 plus or something. I and think, everyone yeah, it was, was like it was 11 something mortal lock bills. And it was like, yikes, Skyler Thompson almost beat them. Yeah. And he didn't play well, which is like no. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but ultimately the bills escaped that weekend anyway bruno yeah. if you would have if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that the new york football giants were going to win a playoff game would have told you you're a fucking liar 
Yep. Would have called you a liar right to your face, like Drake and Josh said. You ain't a truther. I ain't calling you a truther. One thing that we did speak the truth on all year, Vikings are frauds, Bruno. And it, they, proved, they proved to be fraudulent again this game. Giants win 31-24, knock primetime Kirk Cousins out the playoffs. Bruno, is anyone surprised? No. Simply no, Kirk. Simply no. I, I don't have too much to add for that game. I was happy to see the Giants win. Yeah, good for the Giants. Again, like they, like you said it best. They, their season. I'm sure you know, uh, no spoilers, but I'm sure they disappointed with how it ended. But the fact of the matter is, they came into this year being like, we're going to be horrible. Dable coached them up. Daniel Jones looked great at times, and then you know they got a playoff win. That's a pretty successful season for a team that's been. Did, wasn't there that stat that's like over the last five years the Giants and Jets have had like the worst record in football or something like that? So yep. it's like pretty good season for them, all things considered. Absolutely, Bruno. Uh, in the fifth game, another crazy game. Bruno Bengals held on to win 24-17 over the Ravens. Tyler Huntley played quarterback. He w- It was kind of looking uh, questionable there for a second. If he was yep. actually going to suit up, he did. And Bruno, he ended up having the play of the game not in the best way. Bruno, he was trying to do the Big Ben, Tom Brady, Trevor Lawrence uh, I'm really fucking tall. You're really fucking short. I'm going to jump over the pile. Just throw the ball. Not even throw it, but like just the ball has to go over the line, just over the defender's head, touchdown. So little little Tyler Huntley tries. Little Tyler Huntley gets that shit batted away from him right into the hands of Sam Hubbard, and he was hubbing and flubbing <laughs> and tubbing his way down the fucking field, Bruno, for a game-winning touchdown. That was the difference in the entire game. Yeah, Kurt, and again, we know these two teams are divisional rivals. We also know, again, similar maybe to the Bills and Dolphins, that like the, on paper this should have been a blowout and it wasn't. I guess you can chalk it up to them knowing each other so well. I guess you can chalk it up to the fact that the Ravens have a good defense. But I completely agree. I mean, again, the, we have last week's results to get to, and the Bengals are a part of that. But at the time, I think we all were like, hmm, the Bengals – barely beating the Ravens, needing a defensive touchdown to get the win. Tyler Huntley played okay against them. I think that was a game that we were like, huh, like, is that a sign of things to come or what's going on here? But they got the win and that's what counts. Oh yeah. That is exactly what the counts. Bruno, the last game, this was the dud. Yeah. Cowboys stump stomped, excuse me, the Bucks 31 14. Um, in what potentially probably is Tom Brady's last game as a Buccaneer. I mean, Kurt, did you see in his post-game press conference, he, like, just out of nowhere was just like, thanks to all the media who have covered me these past years. Like, he's some, I forget the exact quote, but he, like, basically was, like, given a sayonara to the media. Oh, yeah, that was a hasta la vista. I'm out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, this game, again, Dallas got up 24 nothing. Despite It should have been 28, but uh, their kicker. <laughs> Yips. Forgot how to kick. <laughs> yeah, tough. No, the Gamble All-Stars in the punt pass kick competition <laughs> yeah. back in the day in, in Burton. Yep. We could have kicked better than him. Sure. So regardless of the, the kicking uh, deficiencies, mm. the Bucks ended up – Tom Brady had 65, 66 pass attempts. Yeah, yikes. <laughs> The man is ancient. That's rude. <laughs> yeah, that's rude. And it was past his bedtime. That was, was Monday night. Byron Leftwich got hashtag fired after that yeah. game. <laughs> Left on the field. I dig. Yeah, you're staying right here. You're staying right here, pal. <laughs> Think Byron. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, Bruno, that then set up the divisional round for really mm-hmm. what we thought were going to be four awesome games. Bottom line, we got two pretty good games. Yeah. Yeah. We, we really got one good game. Anyway, yeah. it wasn't even that good. <laughs> Okay, really wasn't that good of a round. Okay? But Bruno, ultimately, the Jaguars, the Jaguars' dreams came to a, a screeching halt in Arrowhead against the Chiefs. Um, but gave them a game. Gave them a game. They got down to the red zone late in the game. They could have had a chance to um, to tie the score. They didn't. Had a turnover, a costly fumble, uh, which, gave, again, if you're playing the Chiefs on the road in Arrowhead, you're going to have to play a pretty clean game, and they didn't do that. So um tough for them but the, you know they this is what's so cool about them is they're a team that battles um like no one really gave them a chance in this game and they went in there and they gave the chiefs just about everything they could handle yeah and kurt much like we just talked about for the giants it's kind of the same season for the jags they were coming off people forget last year urban meyer at least at the start of the year that was the jags last year and trevor lawrence was not being called a bust but people were like 
Is he good at football? Like, what's going on? Then all of a sudden, Dougie P comes in this year. And sure, they had their ups and downs during the year, but they win the game against the Titans at the end of the regular season to win the division. That, Like, let's not forget that. You know, they came back against the Chargers and won a playoff game. So, again, playing the, you know, losing a close game to the Chiefs at Arrowhead in the playoffs, like, there's been plenty of good teams that have done that. You know what I mean? So, again, it's obviously they would have preferred to win. Uh, you know, good for the Jaguars. They kind of end on like a fighting note. Kurt, the big takeaway for the Chiefs, though, Mahomes, he, he hurt his ankle during the game. He had to come out. We fucking saw Chad Henney out there, which I was not expecting to see playing for football anytime soon. Uh, and so he, I forget exactly how long he was out. It happened maybe first or second quarter. And then he came back late third quarter or something like that. Um, and so he finished the game. He clearly was hobbled and wasn't himself. And so the big story this whole past week has been, what's his health? What's his ankle? I think, again, no spoilers, but the team that they're playing this week is favored to win, which partly is because of the context in the other team. But I think partly is because, you know, he has like a high ankle sprain, Patrick Mahomes. And again, that's usually not like a one week and you're back to your normal self kind of deal it's mac mac jones injury four weeks he was out yeah it's, that's like a serious injury again it all depends on what grade it is like it right it might not be the highest grade like max was but still like there's no doubt that man's in pain he might not be able to escape the way patrick mahomes yep. usually escapes yep but so bruno I, again we talk about this a lot with the chiefs it's impressive what they did this year without tyree kill their offense was actually better this year, statistically, Crazy. without Tyree Kill. If you are playing the fucking Kansas City Chiefs, I would triple team Travis Kelsey and just yeah. make any other person beat me. This man had 14 for 102 touchdowns. Guard him. Dude, and it feels like he does that every game, too, which is insane. It's like he just is open. He's making plays. He's finding the holes in defenses. Like, again, you said it best. It's kind of like what Bill Belichick used to do back in the day. It's like take away your best player. Fucking defenses who are playing the Chiefs. Fucking figure it out and put a fucking 11 guys on him. Fuck it. Fucking uh, Stephon Gilmore tweeted during the game. is like, I would do anything to strap up and play against Kelsey right now because he's like, no matter what, you know you're going to see the ball come your way like 20 times a game. You, yeah. you got a chance to make plays. Yeah. Which which is true. But again, Chiefs yeah. move on to the title game for the fifth straight year. The Sports Center in ESPN happened to call it the Chiefs Invitational. And so, like, mm. an unprecedented fifth straight AFC Championship game uh, for the Chiefs. Uh, I do recall there was one franchise in particular mm. in the Northeast region who went to eight straight, but we don't talk about that because no one likes them. Yeah, that's very interesting. And Kurt, you know, that's crazy. The Chiefs have been to the five straight AFC Championship games. They must have multiple Super Bowls in this run, right? Well, Bruno, they're a dynasty, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they definitely have won like three or four of the last six Super Bowls, right? Uh, yes. Oh, and, of course. And yeah. Of course they're winning this year. Oh, of uh, it's a shoe in, Kurt. Why even play the other the last three games? Yeah, we shouldn't. We should just give the yeah. Chiefs the title. Fuck it. Sure. There you have it. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Idiots. Damn it. Inbreds. Um, sorry. I take that back. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> should win the MVP this year. Not from anything he did statistically, but from the fact that I haven't heard Brittany Matthews or Jackson Mahomes name all year. Dude. And I really hope he was like, guys, fucking or guys and girls chill the fuck out because it's way too much like i really hope that what it, it's what it was and honestly it was it was fantastic not having to deal with them fucking dumbass stories of them being in the crowd and obnoxious all year jackson mahomes literally dancing on graves Brittany yeah. matthews throwing beer and water at fan like i both of you to the moon it's crazy because that almost makes you feel bad for Patrick Mahomes. Like he's on a four hundred million dollar contract. He's the best, one of the best quarterbacks in football. You know, he's gonna, he has a great career ahead of him. And I almost feel bad for him because two of two of his, the closest people in his life are those two. Yeah, I, my sanity. <laughs> That's I also like before he signed his mega contract. Yep. I thought like Brittany Matthews was going to be like the girlfriend before the contract. Like you know how like he would up, oh. he would upgrade later. Like, I have all this money now. I can move on from you. Mm. She must have just wrapped her legs. She got pregnant. She must have wrapped her legs. She's like, I, you're not going yeah. anywhere. Daddy. I, Kurt, I also think, if we're going to be honest, I think I read somewhere that they're like high school sweethearts or they some are. shit. Like, it's like they they've are. been together forever. So, Kurt, she's pretty fucking, she's pretty pleased that, uh, you know, his career ended up working out like it did. <laughs> fucking idiot. I will, I still never forget the fact that Patrick Mahomes almost left Texas Tech because Jarrett Stidham was going to sign there. 
hilarious. Still one of my favorite stories of all time. Dude, steady season. It's always, always. always <laughs> um, Bruno, uh, next game, just a total clunker. Philly went yep. 38 to 7 over the Giants. This game was never close. Just as nope. much as the Vikings have been frauds this year, the Eagles have been that good. Yep. And that's I think, stand, yeah. Yep. And I think we all, it's easy to say this in hindsight. I always say that even my hindsight's 2020. That's my best uh, form of vision because my regular sight is certainly not that. Um, but I think coming into this game, you know, the Giants had beaten the Vikings, who, yes, were frauds, but like they beat the Vikings. The Eagles hadn't played in two weeks. We weren't sure if Jalen Hurts was healthy. They had kind of limped at the end of the regular season. It was a divisional matchup. It's always hard to beat the same team three times in one year. I think we were hoping, and, you know, people, I think there was a lot of public you know, sway to maybe like whether it was betting the Giants to cover or thinking an upset was going to happen. And we all just thought about it too hard because the Giants, you know, when you looked back at their schedule, they really had not been a lot of good teams to end the year. And the Eagles, like you said, were just that good. So this game showed it. There's not much to say. I think Eagles fans were just simply pumped to see Jalen Hurts. You know, he's probably not like 100%, but he looks pretty damn good against the Eagles. And they're going to need him to be that good if they want to, you know, win these next two games. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was he was awesome. Yeah, uh, the Bruno, the Eagles do kind of low key look like a juggernaut at the moment. Yeah, yep. At the moment, Bruno, the other AFC game to see who would go to Kansas City. Well, mm-hmm. potentially, who would go to Kansas City? Bruno, it was Bengals at the Bills. No way the Bills lose at home, right? Not with the, the whole Demar Hamlin thing. No way. Kurt, it's the Bills' year. We've heard about it since week one. Well, hey, it's been there. It's been their year the last four years, anyway. True. But Joe Shiesty. <laughs> Joe, he had he had he had a few words for you Buffalo folk, and he kind of put it up your butt. Twenty-seven to ten in Buffalo. Yeah, and Kurt, this was what made me feel great. Right, there was a lot. This game was like again, it kind of felt like we were waiting for the Bills to wake up for like the entire game. And like, yes, let's just throw this out there. It was a snow game, right? The Bills should be used to that. They're from Buffalo. They play in this every year, so no one's saying that. And then second, again, I saw a lot of people being like, Josh Allen's timing is off. Like, you know, it's hard to adjust in the snow. Burrow was out there doing the damn thing, dropping dimes to Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Like, again, like, it'd be one thing if, like, both quarterbacks played bad, I guess. But Joe Burrow's out there doing the damn thing. So I don't know what you're going to say about Josh Allen. Like, maybe he's going to say, you know, he hurt his, what, his, like, his tendon in his arm or something like that in the middle of the season. So I'm sure that probably, like, played some sort of effect. But again, when Joe Burrow's out there on the other team, just balling out at your home stadium in the snow... It's hard for it's kind of hard to like make any excuses for yourself. No, I know. And plus, like Buffalo always says they pride themselves on being this like aggressive, hard nosed football yep. team. That's usually you should play in the snow. Yeah. You didn't that didn't play for you this week. It no. wasn't good. Bruno also, what was like really low key fucking annoying about this game is after the game, there was so much shit. I don't know if you saw it on Twitter about like DeMar Hamlin not then like them using like a stunt double Did oh the conspiracy shit yeah it was like, like bruno uh, it was everywhere yeah <laughs> I'm like what are we doing i know they were saying yeah, like, like he never showed his face um bruno there's no bruno there's no way it couldn't have been demar hamlin and the part of my take guys made a good point about this that i agree with like if it wasn't him the whole team was in on it because he like visited the locker room. You think the fucking whole Buffalo Bills team is like in on this conspiracy and not saying anything about it? like why who the, is that fucking realistic at at all? No, no. Someone's slipping and telling a significant other, and they're paying TMZ to tell him that it's fake. Yeah, yeah. Give yeah, me a exactly. break. I hate so, cons- the I only hate- the only evidence they had is just because I will say CBS kept showing it and it was just snowy, so you couldn't see him. That's yeah, the that only evidence stupid. you had, but that's that's just weather. Like that's not you know what I mean. I don't know how that's like you go from that to like oh it wasn't him. Like what, Bruno. I also got to a point in this game where we muted the TV. Tony Romo is nauseating. He's kind of lost his charm. I'm not going to lie. Like, I I don't know if I was just, like, swept up when he started, if it was cool that he was predicting plays. But, like, it is kind of getting annoying. I'm not going to lie. Oh, my God. It's awful. Yeah. I can't do it. So, I literally can't listen to him. Yeah. So, Kurt, again, like, you know, there there's those rumors that I think are still happening where Brady is going to go to Fox at some point, you know, when he's done playing. So that we have to look forward to. Greg Olson has been great. So that's he's one that's kind of risen in my power rankings of people that I like to listen to. But, yeah, Tony Romo, much like the Cowboys, uh, stock's going down. Stock is going way down, Bruno, because the 49ers pooped on the Cowboys in this game. 
Not really. There it is. Sacramento Scorda. King. Score doesn't really say it. But yeah. um, well, that was because of you. You put that on T for me. If I didn't do that, that would be great. <laughs> Love uh, that. Um, no, if you didn't do that, it was my fault. I mean, Bruno, this was a low-scoring, yeah. kind of ugly game. But ultimately, <laughs> Brock Purdy and George Kittle made yeah. enough plays for the 49ers to overcome um, a pretty good Cowboys defense and win the game 19-12. It was a close game score-wise. It just never felt like it was that close to me. How about you? Yeah, I agree. I Again, like it never really felt like the Cowboys were were going to do anything. Of course, it was close. And, of course, it took that big drive at the end where Kittle scored that touchdown to cap it off. It did take that for them to really, like I guess, in a sense, put it away. Um, both defenses played great. You kind of hit the nail on the head there. Like, shout out to the Cowboys defense. Like They, they played pretty well. Again, it is Brock Purdy. We all figured at some point the the spotlight was going to catch up to him. I don't know if, you know, we'll see what happens next week, right? Uh, both defenses played well. Kurt, I will say, though, like, it it wouldn't have taken that much better quarterback play for the Cowboys to win this game. You know nope. what I mean? Like, it's not like they needed a superhuman effort. So that's got to suck if you're the Cowboys. Like, Dak played not good. Dak was horrible. This has got to been the story of the season for them. Dak had the yeah. most turnovers in the NFL this year. He missed five games. Yeah. What are yeah. we doing? And he threw two picks this game, but if you were watching, it's like he could have thrown like double that. Oh, it, it, they were dropped ints all over the place. Yeah, so what? that sucks what? if you're the Cowboys. And Tony Pollard got injured, who again we both had recognized the better running back as of the last couple years for the Cowboys. So that sucked for them. So that sucks for the Cowboys. Uh, but if we're gonna be honest, even if the Cowboys had won, I didn't give. I wouldn't have given them any chance against the Eagles. So at least the 49ers, like you know that that this kind of is the matchup I think we all wanted to see in the NFC. So this is a perfect matchup in both conferences. Bruno yeah. stepped up uh, conference championship games this weekend. 49ers yep. at Eagles, Bengals yep. at Chiefs. Yeah, like hype. Let's fucking go, dude. These on paper, two unbelievable matchups. Dude, absolutely on paper. And again, I know we've had a couple rounds where maybe we've thought that and it hasn't resulted in that. But I really believe that these games are going to be great. I mean, you know, the defenses across the board are pretty top tier as well. You know, the quarterback play for three of these four teams. Again, Brock Purdy is no slight to him. But like three of the four quarterbacks are, you know, three of the best young quarterbacks slash just quarterbacks in the NFL. Kurt, I am very excited from this. And Kurt, you know how, you know, you know how they always say that, like, what sucks about the college football playoff is that it's the same teams uh, and whatever. It doesn't get, it's not exciting. I'm not making that same comparison, but I think we all would have said that this probably was going to be the final four teams of the NFL. And I think we all are extremely okay with that. Oh, it's perfect. Brock Purdy hasn't lost a game in his career. Which is insane. And Christian McCaffrey, I think, hasn't lost since being traded to the Hey, man, Bailey Zappi, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My God. Uh, but no, Bruno, it'll be good. We will chat after. We'll 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 pick these games. We should have picked last week. That's my bad. Like I said, no, busy week. But no, um, listen, you didn't want me to go negative for the season, so you gave me a week off. I appreciate it. That's very nice of you. You know what? I'm a good guy. You're, you're a great guy. Whatever people say about me, it's not true. It's not unless it's good, and then it is true. Well, then it is true. Yeah, Bruno. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's been some Patriots news that we yeah. must dive into, and yes. for the first time in a long time. It's Expect. not it's not bad news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tuesday of this week, or maybe it was just even yesterday, the Patriots uh, officially yeah. have Officially. named Bill O'Brien their offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Bruno Halle fucking Luya. Thank God. Thank That's what God I have to say about that. Bruno, so this is exciting for a lot of reasons. One, like we, I think we talked about this on the last pod. The fact that Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft had their meeting yep. and were very much on the same page about, no, things sucked this year offensively and they have yep. to get better, shows me that like Bill Belichick knows that he kind of screwed it up. Yes. So how do you go remedy that? You go get the best available option, which is Bill O'Brien. Yep. And... That was probably hard for Bill because he put his two of his best friends in charge of the offenses here with Joe Judge at quarterback and um, Matt Patricia running the offense. 
but Bruno, we we it's well documented at this point how that went for everybody. So the fact that Bill was able to look past his friends being the the guys um, in charge of the show and that he was like, we need to go get the best available guy shows me that like Bill is self-aware still. Yeah. And Kurt, I don't know if you saw that Bleach Report article that came out today. Again, you can't always trust it, Bleach Report, whatever. But they had this article about some of the dysfunction that was going on. It seemed from reading that, and again, there's other sources. Who knows if that's the truth, whatever. But it seemed like it was both made abundantly clear to people in the organization and even Bill himself that some of the decisions that he made about his friends weren't exactly going as smoothly as he wanted. And so, again, nobody's perfect in life, right? We're not trying to say everybody has to be perfect, but part of life is about, like, admitting when you made a mistake. And this is Bill admitting he made a mistake. And, again, you know, at least we're doing this now after one season rather than being stubborn and trying to run it back for who knows how many more seasons, right? So very happy that, you know, we again, it sucked. This last year sucked. No one's doubting that. But you know what? Let's turn the page. Let's fix it, and let's move forward. So two of the best... Patriots beat reporters joined up for that article that came out today. So like, Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So it was, uh, Karen Garigian who works for the Herald and Andrew Callahan who works for the Herald came out with a inside the most dysfunctional Patriots season under Bill Belichick ever. And there, there were, oh, maybe I just saw the bleachers. My bad. Let, there, let me correct myself. No, I ahead. saw the bleach report thing. Maybe it was a Boston Herald thing. You know, I don't want to give credit to bleach report. I think I just got the alert from bleach report. Hundred percent. Well, bleach report yeah. just finds whatever from you know Nesson, right. NBC Sports, Boston, whatever. Right, right. But so there are some bombshell quotes in here that I'm going to read aloud to you guys. Um, it says, "quote A lot of guys would ask, well, what's going to happen if the defense does this?" And Patricia would say, "We haven't really accounted for that yet." One source said, and they say. We'll get to that when we get to that. That type of attitude oh. got us in trouble. So oh. it was the classic, like, react versus be prepared. Why would you want to be prepared? You know, like, wh- why would you want to, to have all the answers before? Fucking awful. So and then, it's wild to hear that, Kurt, because when you think about how prepared we've always been, I mean, think about the Malcolm Butler interception. That was like an obscure play that you can go back and watch us practice in, remember that like they had the video of us practicing that and failing that in practice, but then it paid off because it showed up during the game. Like thinking about Patriots teams, you never think of like, oh yeah, we'll cover that when we'll cross the bridge when we get there. That's never been Patriots teams. Fucking insane. And then it goes on to say, quote, by the end, they were just making a thousand adjustments instead of building them in at the beginning. So again, it's very reactionary. The root of most problems fell under Patricia's domain. And then another thing says, as reported by NBC Sports Boston, the Patriots reorganized their pass protection from a numbers-based system to a word-based system. The rules mm-hmm. created confusion among the offensive linemen and put Jones under <laughs> a daily barrage of pressure starting back in the summer. He began oh, anticipating pass rushers or ducking at the first signs of danger during preseason games, habits that, ha- habits that he didn't have the year before, which is true. If you think back, like, he didn't. He was good against pressure. He was the worst-ranked quarterback, aside from Zach Wilson this year, under pressure. That Jeez. something changed. And it turns out yeah. it was the fucking offense that Matt Patricia had involved. And, Bruno, that would, again, like explain David Andrews is fucking awesome. But he had a few mental errors this year, which you don't expect from a guy yeah. around the block. Also, Trent Brown was the worst offensive lineman in football last year. Like, like is that is that because of the player, or is that because the system was yeah. so fucking broken? Um and then it goes like later in the season, the Patriots executed more man blocked runs featuring a pulling guard, but they hadn't repped the corresponding play action protections enough to call them in games. Awesome. Hmm. This limited their opportunities to exploit the most basic and consistent cheat code in offensive football. By the time they ramped up their off their play action usage, Jones went nine for nine for 92 yards and a touchdown off play fakes in the regular season finale against Buffalo. Oh, so you better late than never. You're telling me man runs and <laughs> play action work. You mean the thing we've watched the last 20 years in New England? No. <laughs> so Bill, Bill O'Brien coming back low key kind of feels like our savior. Yeah. And again, not even just being competent, which he is, you know, being at Alabama the past years, being with Nick Saban, also his relationship to Mac. Cause I think a lot of what happened this year there have been rumors, there have been reports, there have been, you know, sightings, I guess, of Mac like clashing with coaching. And I don't think that's what we need for a young quarterback who's trying to develop 
from, again, like a, a good college player and a good prospect to the, take the next step. I don't think we need him clashing with coaching. So to get someone in here that he hopefully respects, has worked with him before, they had success at Alabama together, that should put them on the same page. And obviously it seems like Bill O'Brien, you know, already has experience maximizing max talent, max, maximizing max talent, if you will. Uh, and hopefully that's going to lead to better stuff next year. So Yeah. So a lot of the stuff I was just telling you um, – was kind of the downfalls of Matt Patricia. Uh, Joe Judge arguably was in more hot water than anything Matt Patricia did, which is ironic because it just sounds like Joe Judge is a prick. So, again, in the Boston Herald, um, it's the quote says, Mac didn't like him, dot, 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 at all. And then it says, Joe Judge would speak extra loudly in meetings, trying to project like he was the guy. It rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And I'm trying to find this other quote um, where basically it was talking about how Bill Belichick used to scream at him. Like Bill Belichick would Mm. scream at him during um, practice and stuff this year. Oh, good. I can't fucking find it. It was good. But basically, oh, Bill Belichick would frequently blast Joe Judge in practice. And Joe Judge and Matt, Mac Jones would have profanity-laced blowouts. Mm. That, that's healthy. So here's yeah. the latest news. <clears throat> Joe Judge is going to be back on the Patriots coaching staff next year in a different role. It sounds like he'll be taking over special teams. Fine. Well, that's where he started, right? And I that's mean, when we were really fucking good. Fine. Yeah. I never want to see Michael Pilardi kick again. Yeah. Fuck. Matt Patricia, it sounds like, could be on his way out. Kurt, likable guy, like just from a guy perspective. I mean, I guess you could debate that. But, like, again, nothing against him personally, I think, is more what I meant. But, Kurt, uh, definitely can't be back in his same role. And his previous role of defense seems like we kind of got that covered between Steve Belichick and Gerard Mayo. So, Kurt, uh, it might be a numbers game, and he's being squeezed out. That might be what's happening here. Yeah, I mean, I I hear you wholeheartedly. Bruno, it says that like he might either come back as like an advisor, like he was last year, or he would join uh, get a fresh start and join someone's defensive staff. It again, it's it's just kind of that weird thing where if there's clearly identified people who were problems for a team, keeping them around like is it just kind of feels weird, you know what I mean? Because like especially if the message heading the next year is like, all right, last year was like a disappointment or like we made mistakes and then those same people are just still there in the meetings like that's awkward and also that doesn't feel great so again i'm i would if i had to pick i think joe judge sticking around to do what he does best with special teams that's fine matt patricia i don't really see the point of keeping him around just to keep him around yeah don't let the door hit you on the way out fat so yeah listen he he can go to the moon he's a rocket scientist or just, he, just can go, go, on the moon. he can go to the jets which would be great for us. Oh, okay listen Speaking of the Jets, Kurt, is that a segue into the Jets news from today? Bruno, Nathaniel Hackett, offensive coordinator for the New York Jets. Um, yeah. What what does this mean mm. about Aaron Rodgers potentially in his in his uh, of options this year, Bruno? Hmm. Kurt, it is a hmm moment. What I will also say, though, is that, like, let's not forget literally less than a year ago when we said the same thing about <laughs> Rodgers going to the Broncos, and then he signed a, like, $200 million contract with the Packers, which is, like, fake and whatever, ball and stuff. But maybe now more than last year, Rodgers might be open to the chance of moving. I don't know. Who knows? But, Kurt, listen, Brady to the Dolphins, Rodgers to the Jets, AFC East, stacked. No. <laughs> Kurt's, Kurt's just like no I want no part of that if I have no no, 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 no. <laughs> Kurt's like no if I can't do that nope. Nope. I will uh, not compete in a division with Josh <laughs> Allen Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers I won't do it Kurt you know listen that would be we'd be the youngest you know we'd have the most potential out of all those people Um, Bruno <laughs> I just oh, fuck like, no I know I'm the Patriots offseason is off to a great start I'm just wondering where, where it implodes what happens or do we have a good Well, one? Kurt, I, I have something for you that we haven't talked about, right? Because we, we haven't talked about this in a while. So, Bill O'Brien, unarguably great. Like, that's we needed that. What's not great about Bill O'Brien is that people forget he used to be the coach of the Texans with a certain wide receiver that we really want. 
and he and that wide receiver do not did not have the best relationship. And that wide receiver is DeAndre Hopkins, who's on the trading block for the Cardinals. Quote, DeAndre Hopkins said they had, quote, <laughs> no relationship. <laughs> so, Kurt, maybe you could argue it would be better because Hop, uh, Bill Bryan wouldn't be the head coach. Maybe you can argue that. But what you can't argue, Kurt, is that, that that's simply not a good sign about the Patriots trying to trade for DeAndre Hopkins. So here's where I'll go with this. Um so obviously the admiration between Bill Belichick and DeAndre Hopkins is very much there. Um, right. They clearly like each other. That was evidenced yep. by that video. Um, yep. Now, Bill O'Brien would not be his head coach, which is which is good for us in terms of trying to get him back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but DeAndre Hopkins, Bruno, under Bill O'Brien, had the most targets – and yards of his entire career. So you want to come play for Bill Belichick and get targeted up the fucking wazoo? Come on to New England, pal. You'll get targets. That, listen, that's true. That's true. And listen, he 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 had shitty fucking situations in Houston, and then he went somewhere else. The grass is always greener, and he thought it would be greener, and it kind of wasn't. And so maybe that you know maybe he's getting older. He wants to win. That changes perspective. Who knows? Yeah. No. I. It's pretty crazy. But Bruno, I don't think there's any denying. Um, the Patriots do need to add a little bit more offensively. Yep. I think they're yep. not as bad as they looked. Again, they, a year ago, they went 10-7 and seven with the same cast of characters. Nelson Aguilar yep. will be gone. Jacoby Myers is interesting. I want him back, but the wide receiver free agent market is so bad that like he might go get paid out the ass to go be a receiver somewhere else. So yep. you might need to replace him. If you can go get a guy, there's talks about like from the, a, a, a trade perspective. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. There's talks about Jerry Judy in Denver, who Mac played with at Alabama. Awesome. I think he would awesome. slide into that role where um, Jacoby Myers is right now if if Myers leaves. Uh, and then there's name. talks about T. Higgins because Joe Burrow's about to get paid. Big. Yo, there, there, there's T. Higgins rumors. Yeah, they can't afford all. They can't afford all their dudes. I would, uh, I mean, Kitcho, I would be very happy if the Patriots got T. Higgins. Oh, dude, any of those three, I would be fucking ecstatic about. Um, but I really ultimately feel like you go get one more good, like not not Nelson Aguilar, like good wide receiver. And you have like Kendrick Bourne, you have Devontae Parker, this other person, and we go with that. Um, and you, you know, you have Ramondre. Hopefully, Damian Harris comes back. Well, who knows? But what's exciting about Bill O'Brien is the Patriots had Rob Gronkowski is going to the Hall of Fame, right? Yep. He had the best statistical career of his of his entire career. Statistical year of his entire career under Bill yep. O'Brien. The one year he was hmm. no. Hmm. Are you telling me Bill O'Brien knows how to how to knows how to use tight ends? Hmm. Huh. We have two expensive hmm. ones who have been yeah, underutilized. Yeah. You could say underutilized as a polite way of saying that. <laughs> Bruno, it's going to be exciting. Devontae Parker put on his Instagram story when we when we hired fucking Bill O'Brien. He was giddy about it. Hell yeah! So the boys are the boys are buzzing in Beantown. Boys are buzzing in Beantown. But more than anything, please go get a mm. tackle or a lot more lineman, please. Yeah. Yes. Please God. Please God. Uh, and what do we know? What pick we have in the draft this year? Fourteen. Is that like out yet? Fourteen. Fourteen. Listen, top fifteen pick. Not bad. Top 15 pick, we're going to be um, – we're going to have about 10 picks this year after the conditional picks. The um, Hell, yeah. So we're – and again, the last two years drafting, Matt Groh and Belichick have done a really good job. So hopefully they can kind of stay on the heater here. And uh, this could be hopefully a pretty exciting offseason for the Pats. Hell, yeah. I am really quickly just trying to uh, – quickly – so we have – oh, it doesn't say the numbers, though. We have 14 – one second, one third – bunch of fourths okay yeah so that's fine and we'll probably get i think i saw one more third two more fourths of fifth and like two six or something from the Holy like shit. yeah shit hell yeah loaded loaded love that's that like and kurt for the longest time it was like patriots can't draft and that's what people were saying and i completely agree these last few drafts for for everything else that's gone poorly we've hit a lot of these last few drafts we got ranked like the seventh six or seventh best rookie class this year hell yeah and Jack Jones missed a lot of time, and like you know, so yep. there, there's oh, I, that's who I forgot too. Um, Tyquan Thornton. Oh yeah, Tyquan Thornton. Yeah, yeah, Speedy, Speedy, 
fuck. All right. <laughs> sure. All right. We got pieces. Sure. All right, Bruno. Sure. Hey, this was fun. Um, good to see you again, my friend. Oh, we will. Oh, as always, we will. Um, we'll chat this weekend about picking these championship games. Maybe we could do something again, like with. Um, well, obviously, chat, but like picks and then some prop bet type things. So let's well, let's chat. That's actually a great idea. A, because we do say pick six and there's only two games. But B, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I kind of feel like there's a good chance we might have the same two picks. I don't know. Not going to spoil anything. Hmm. But we'll see. We'll, we'll cook some. We'll chat. Her. We'll t- actually, we won't chat about picks, but we, we'll see on Sunday who we're picking. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Even with we'll your eyes. Yeah. You know, listen, I I don't see, but I also see everything. That's true. Riddle me that. I I can't. <laughs> I simply cannot. Well, Kurt, uh, it's a pleasure, as always. Uh, and, you know, we will see you this weekend, of course, for the good old pick six. And as we always say, Kurt, we will see you next time on Playing the Field. Bye, guys. Talking sports and always know the truth.